0: And I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. Kia ora, Kim. And a warning to closely watch the Silicon Valley bank collapse. Yes, financial markets around the world are nervous as they wait for news about the fate of Silicon Valley Bank. In the past hour, it's been announced in a joint statement from the Federal Reserve, the US Treasury, and the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation that all depositors in the bank will get all their money back. And a a second bank, Signature, which is heavily involved with the cryptocurrency industry, has also been put under federal control. Leading local bank expert John Kensington of KPMG says, while Silicon Valley Bank does not directly affect New Zealand, there are some lessons to be learnt. The, 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 lesson, the lesson is that when you have a run on a bank it, where, where investors, for whatever reason, uh, rightly or based off false information, um, ask for their money back and that run is big enough that it's going to be difficult for a bank to handle because the, the banks have a limited amount of, of, of cash on hand. Uh, and then they have a lot of long-term assets, so I think um, that's probably the, the salient less lesson for New Zealand. You know, we don't
1: would be we don't want those sorts of situations.
0: That's John Kensington of KPMG. Now, a handful of mostly small New Zealand technology companies have sm- have spoken this morning. The best known, Zero, says it has about five million dollars in the failed bank, while honey company Convita and digital measure- measuring company Ike GPS have about nine million dollars between them. But a couple of others have been quick to say they have no exposure. Their cinema company, cinema software company Vista, and travel software company. Sur- Fletcher Building is being sued by a group of investors for alleged breaches of disclosure rules around the state of its business more than five years ago. An Australian law firm has lodged a shareholder class action in the Supreme Court of Victoria against Fletcher for events going back to 2016. Business editor Giles Beckford has more and joins us now. Kia ora, Giles. This is going back a long way. What does it refer to?
1: It goes back to a particularly black period for Fletcher building, uh, Kim. It had been buying assets uh, around the country and uh, in Australia. Uh, they hadn't necessarily been performing that well. It had aggressively chased quake rebuild projects in Canterbury putting in tenders that it thought would get the job. In fact, they were too low. Uh, They were hit by rises in the price of materials and labour. And one of those big projects was the Christchurch Justice Precinct. Another was the Auckland International Convention Centre. In 2016-17, it was forced to tell investors that it had lost large amounts of money on both more than $400 million. And that resulted in the group's overall profits falling sharply. It ended with the chief executive getting the sack and the chair of the board ultimately falling on his sword in the face of very angry shareholders.
0: So why the legal action now?
1: Well, the investors are essentially saying that Fletcher Building didn't fulfill its obligations to tell the market about how bad these projects had gone, nor did they tell the market as quickly as they should have. There are basic rules for listed companies, the implication being that the investors bought shares without the full knowledge uh, having been disclosed uh, about Fletcher Building's condition. Uh, If they had known, then perhaps they may have made different decisions.
0: And why a class action?
1: Well, there are specialist law firms in Australia in particular uh, that do this type of case. They gather groups of aggrieved investors or people of common interest. They get outside money to back the case. It's very uh, expensive, as you can imagine. It's usually on a no-win, no-fee basis. So if they don't win the case, then the small shareholders walk away. They're none the poorer for it. Uh, If they do win, then the uh, backing firm gets a slice of the payout. The sort of corporate ambulance chase, as one might say. Another local company, A2 Milk, is currently going through a couple of cases on similar grounds that they didn't keep the share market adequately informed about their financial position. They revised their lower earnings uh, forecast four times in a matter of months back in 2019-20. We should note that Fletcher Building and A2 Milk both reject the claims made against them and so they will vigorously defend them.
0: One to watch for sure. Kia ora, Giles. That's our business editor, Giles Beckford. Activity in the services sector lifted further last month, driven by sales in accommodation and hospitality. The BNZ Business New Zealand Performance of Services Index increased 1.1 points in February to 55.8. It's a few notches above the long-term average of 53.6. A reading above 50 indicates expansion. BNZ senior economist Craig Ebert says, paired with the tone of recovery recently seen in the manufacturing sector, the data is optimistic, ahead of this week's GDP numbers.
2: It's more to speak to the story that the economy is not faltering as such and probably not in a way that Q4 GDP might have people believe. That's not to say it doesn't face challenges. It's not to say it won't potentially slow down a lot over the rest of this year. But I think for the moment these indicators are important in telling us that things probably under the surface are holding up relatively well.
0: Craig Ebert says the key indicators of activity and sales and new orders lifted last month, as did inventories and supplier deliveries. Well, let's head to the markets now. For the latest, we're joined by Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners. Kia ora, Malika. How's the New Zealand market looking? Any notable losses or exposures to that bank collapse?
2: Kia ora. Um, no, look, we're actually we're holding up reasonably well. We're down a percent or 110 points at 11,616 points, and that's back to where we were at the beginning of the year, actually. Um, Heartland Group is our only domestically listed New Zealand banking exposure. Um, That's down 4 cents or 2% at $1.69. And just looking at some of the other leaders there, A2 Milk's down 5 cents at $7.07. Fletch Building's down 5 cents at $4.58. Fish and Paikul Healthcare's down 61 cents at $25.10. Infratil's down 8 cents at $8.44. Main Freight's down 53 cents at $69.95. Meridian's down two cents at five dollars fifteen, Ryman's down six cents at five twenty two, and Spark's down uh, five cents at four dollars ninety two.
0: Let's head to Australia. How's the ASX looking?
2: That's uh, held up well too. It's um, down just a third of a percent. at 7,122 points. Um, Interesting to see the banks are all in positive territory, probably after that regulator's announcement in the US that um, all of Silicon Valley Bank's depositors will get access to their funds Monday morning US time.
0: And that leaves the New Zealand dollar, interest rates, oil and gold.
2: We're buying 61.66 US cents, 92.8 Australian, 50.9 pence, 57.65 euro cents, 83 yen and 4.259 yuan. 90 day bank bills are at 5.195%, the 5 year swaps at 4.658% and the 10 years at 4.458%. Brent crude's $82.50 US a barrel and spot gold's $1,882 US an ounce.
0: Thank you, Malika. That's Malika King of Craig's Investment Partners. We'll be back with the wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Marnie, that's business.